that's why Melvin Bragg's only got one ball. You're listening to BBC Radio 4. Well done. Coming up later today, Brenda Hatton investigates the alarming increase in human organ trafficking, asking what price organic? While Salma Chakrabarti ponders, quinoa and me, where did it all go wrong? But now on BBC Radio 4, we join Julian Hughes for this week's Outside the Box, the show which challenges deceased cultural figures to try something new. Hello and welcome to Outside the Box. Those of you listening last week will recall our adventures clubbing with Ludwig van Beethoven. I cannot hear, I'm ten. And next week we'll be talking to George Orwell about his experience of watching Big Brother. Massive pile of wank. But today's guest is someone rather different. Born in Paris in 1871, his life's work amounts to nothing less than a masterpiece of world literature, a remarkable output exploring every facet of the human experience, providing that experience is a bit fey. But most of the words he ever wrote are contained in just one book, A la recherche de temps perdu, or Anglais, In Search of Lost Time. He is, of course, Marcel Proust, and he joins me now. Marcel, welcome to Outside the Box. Uh, oui. It's a pleasure to have you here, Marcel. Oui. And uh, what did you think of the task we set you? Uh, both. Chris, can this guy speak English? Uh, non. Great. Well, that's just fantastic, isn't it? It's Jade Goody all over again. I know a little English. His name is Bernard. <laughs> wow. Is that your laugh? Gosh, that is uh, unexpected. Okay, uh, let's talk a little about your book, Marcel. Did you read it? Uh, yes, of course. All of it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's really long, isn't it? Like, really long. Uh, Chris, our producer, did a bit, and the new researcher, Sally, she did some, and I read a summary on Wikipedia, which went on forever. And so I, I think we've got it covered between us. It is okay. Nothing happens anyway. It's mainly bollocks. I wrote it as a dare. A dare? Well, I bet a friend that I could get a book in which nothing actually happens for over 4,000 pages except the ramblings of a pathetic youth published. He didn't believe me, but now I earn his sister. His sister? Well, <laughs> Wow. Okay, well back to the book. Listeners should be aware it's not exactly a Richard and Judy summer read. Like I said, I gave it a stab. Couldn't really get into it. Compared to, say, I don't know, a Dan Brown, the chapters, not that there are any, are really quite long. Mr Brown, incidentally, another former guest on Outside the Box, whom we challenged to write a book suitable for literate adults. But Marcel, how did you come up with the title? Uh, originally, the book was called In Search of Lost Things, because I kept losing my, uh, my things. Oh, like what? My, uh, how you say, uh, a, a butt plug? Sorry? You know, a, a butt plug. Uh, like an electrical plug? No, 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 like a plug for the butt, for the sexy time time. You know, like, oh, look at me, I have a plug in my butt. Right. 
Well, you know, and I kept putting it down and then forgetting where I put it, so I was all the time writing this book about losing things, and then one day a friend, he hears me wrong when I say in search of lost things, and he says, in search of lost time, and I say, we, oui, and then, what do you know, five volumes later, things have gotten a bit out of control, and I have a masterwork of the literature French on my hands, a bish bash bosh, as you say, Angleterre. I see. And the novel's theme of memory, do you view that, as many critics have done, as the major unifying structure of the work, tying together otherwise disparate parts into a whole which amounts to the most complete work of realist literature ever committed to paper? Marcel is bored now. Talk to Anne. Uh, sorry? To Anne. Say bonjour, monsieur Anne. Uh, hello. Uh, bonjour, monsieur Hand. Oh, salut. How are you? Moi? Moi, you look fantastic. Have you lost the weight? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Thank you. Do you have any thoughts on the book, Monsieur Hand? No, I am an hand. <laughs> okay, so on with the challenge. Famous for writing a single book no one now reads, we asked Marcel Proust to rewrite Fifty Shades of Grey, the single book no one should read, but everyone does. Marcel, we gave you a few lines of E.L. James's novel. Uh, and we it asked is not you to... a novel. Isn't it? No, it only has like 300 pages. And that's not enough. No, that is a sentence. Possibly a short poem. Well, we gave you a few lines from the, uh, the book, selected at random. I'm helpless, lost in erotic torment. I'm a ball of sexual tense need. Marcel, what was your approach to rewriting Fifty Shades as an author? At all the times, I was thinking in my head, how can I make this longer? It is, it is too short. It's too short. So I put in some more of the words and make everything longer. Sometimes I even repeat it myself. Myself. This was my approach. And as a gay man, how did you approach a text which has been described as aggressively heterosexual by me just now? When you consider Shades in its context original, you realise it is simply a work of the Twilight fanfiction. With this realisation, I knew I was dealing with themes universal, the love of Bella for the vampire man with the air, the desires of Jacob the wolf boy. This is all very similar to my own work. Uh, is it? Uh, no. But we can hear some of your adaptation now, can't we, Marcel? Oui, of course. Read by a friend of yours, I understand. Oui, my bestie, Goethe. Dirty Goethe, I call him. He's a real little pervert, you know, so I, I thought he would want to be involved. Yes, according to our sound engineer, he got very uh, involved. Eh, what can you do? He is a poet. They are all degenerate. Took four hours to clean up, apparently. But let's hear now Marcel Proust's adaptation of Fifty Shades of Grey, as read by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. I'm helpless, lost in torment. I am a ball of tense sexual need. A frisson of trepidation sweeps through my body. All of this blossom, it is too much. Too much. I arrive in inexhaustible profusion, like the verves of an orchestra. The strings are tremulous vibrato, Sounding over and over a deep crescendo of longing, and in that moment, which bursts in all its fullness upon the upturned cheek of my lover, I relieve myself with utmost urgency. (laughs) 
My lover abandons me to ecstasy. I am alone in exquisite torment, lost like a child in a carnival of Hawthorne. My mother waters my glistening stamen. Inside I am rapture. I dissolve in waves of pleasure. Ich bin ein bisschen Kindersurprise. Ein Knoblock Fairy Caker. Ja, gut, ja. Ein Pumper Fister Nickel. Ich bin ein Sauerkraut Soldier. Ein Aldi Enema. Ja, ja, Nutella. Ja, Nutella. That was Marcel's, uh, Proust's, uh, uh, Marcel's um, adaption. Uh, oh, thank you, Marcel. That was um, really uh, incredible. You, you went to Isamu? Uh, no, 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 thank you. But I have another 700 pages. Well, maybe I'll, uh, I'll just take those home with me for research. Uh, do you want these back? No, I always carry a spare treasure. We should probably clean up now. Uh, Chris, uh, do you need to... Uh, I need to be alone now. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, Marcel, thank you for joining us on Outside the Box today. Goodbye, Julien. I hope one day we meet again. Uh, goodbye, Marcel, or should that be au revoir? No, we are in Angleterre. It is goodbye, you beautiful idiot. Ooh, crikey. Was not expecting that. Got another one in you, Chris? Yeah, go on then. Outside the Box was a Visigoth production for BBC Radio 4. Next week at the same time, you can hear Alan Bennett on MTMA. But now we can cross live to our new experimental reality programme and to a show which takes a more literal approach to a much-loved Radio 4 classic. So alone... So and if you want to hear more of Desert Island Dicks, Appears Morgan Special, just go to our website where you'll find the live video stream, where you can also join the debate. Should Piers be fed or left to gnaw through what remains of his left arm? Call, text or tweet. Do let us know what you think. Well, it's just coming up to a quarter to three this Monday afternoon, which means it's time for today's instalment of The Desolate North, Radio 4's cultural exploration of all things beyond the wall. Today we've been invited to join Priscilla and Margaret, two alternative healers from Sheffield, who share their conversation about good manners, their profession, and the importance of biscuits. Listeners should be aware the following programme does contain Northern Vowels.